podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everyone and welcome to Club Preview here at Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are live on YouTube tonight, so I see there's a few guys in the comments already. So join in, ask a couple of questions, we'll do our best to answer some of them. Um, but we have, um, I was going to say we've got a full lineup. we don't, we're missing Ryan tonight. He's on taxi duty tonight, so we have Scott Carney first of all, how are we today? Yes, I am good, mate. Um, a wee break for the pod, a wee break from um, Rangers, uh, but it's, it's felt like a very long week, I'm not going to lie. Um, don't know if that's work-related or not, but it's good to be back podding. It's good to have Rangers back, and yes, uh, I'm just going to sit with a smile all, the whole way through this so I don't get shouted at. It's good to be here. Yeah, we're bringing the positivity to the podcast as always. It's Scott Gemmell coming from Scotland, reaching group. A or something oh, in the Nations League, whatever it is. <laughs> God, how are we? Yes, I'm good. I've had a Scotland. Yeah, yeah, I've had a good wee international break myself. So no, it's geared me right up for the for the month of October ahead that we've got because it'll be hectic. But it's Carney was mentioning it there. It's a bit strange. Even going a week between podcasts seems like years and yeah, years. It's always a wee bit yeah. of weird feeling when you come up to it. But looking forward to tonight, guys. Yeah, I mean, we're used to be, we're used to doing two shows like this and also. Um, and after match reactions, you, you probably used to do it three pods a week. So, yeah, it's been a bit. Yeah, I mean, I know you're in, in, in uh, international football, Scotia, but it's not mine and Carney's back at all. People, but um, anyway, moving on to international football. Um, let's just an hour ago, the Aberdeen. Sorry, Ali, just quickly on the international. Uh, just so everybody knows, I'm that literally interested in international football. I had asked Scott to explain to me what Scotland had actually achieved because I was going, what, have we won something? <laughs> what what happens now? No, you've not won anything. You're guaranteed that, ah, oh, man, the mind absolutely boggles. But, uh, sorry, I just had to like, get out that I honestly have got no idea about how the Nation Leagues works at all. Yeah, no, they're, they're guaranteed a playoff into the into the um, the Euros if they make an and they'll be in pot two, they'll be in pot two or something. So, aye, moving on. We're not here to talk. About move, yes, move on, move on, right. move on. Um, no, like I was saying, an hour before we came on a podcast, the the Aberdeen game that we were meant to play um, the weekend of the Queen's funeral has now been confirmed. It is Tuesday, the twentieth of December, eight pm live in Sky. So we are up to Pataudry on the Tuesday and then Christmas Eve we're up to Dingwall. So for the boys that travel week in, week out, um, aye, that's a fair journey just before Christmas. So that has been confirmed. So, But yeah, we'll get into the, the new kit launch straight away. Um, Rangers announced yesterday they were um, releasing the fourth kit, which we've seen about four months ago. Ryan's seen it in Turkey, so we all knew it was coming. Uh <laughs> They're not stupid Rangers. They release it on payday when most people get paid. But Carney, the the thing that we all had a chuckle in the group chat today was the hashtag they lined was break the lines, which I yeah. thought, I mean, when you go into Twitter today and you see some folks' reactions, somebody actually came out and went, 
it's good that we've actually got something that breaks the lines and it's a top, not a football player, because we've got nobody that breaks the lines. Um, what was your what was your thought on the top and the hashtag as well? The hashtags are wee bit. I, I don't know if there's t- tongue in cheek in there, mate, to be honest. I, I'm not sure. Um, because the the infamous horseshoe that we play, uh, the horseshoe football, then it's not really about breaking the lines, is it? Uh, but no, I mean, I don't know why they do the, the whole kind of launch thing and bring it all up. And look, I get people's frustration as well with the the four kit thing. I, I do, I, I get it, but it's agreed in the it's agreed in the contract. Castor have to release four kits. It's all part of their their um. The contract with, with with the merchandise and what they what they can do and what they're allowed to do, um. It, but again, why put a big build up on it when we've all seen it about four months ago? Um, the top itself, I won't be buying it, uh, and that's not because, um, of the the reasons that people can accuse the club of um fleecing the fans or whatever. I mean, you don't need to buy it, so I always that's always my argument back to it is that you don't have to buy it. The top's not very nice. I'm not going to lie. I don't like it. We've done a few black tops before that I've really thought were quite smart. And maybe with just the the blue pin striped on it, I would have got it. But it's the wee kind of ready one that's on it that kind of puts me off it. I just, I don't particularly like it. I mean, some people will. It's going to be one of the tops, same as the, the kind of lilac purpley strip that we had last season. A lot of people liked that. For me, no. It was nowhere near uh, the one that I always imagine Brian Loudrop wearing. It was nowhere near that um, for me. Uh, I didn't think it was very nice at all. But this one, I, the, the club are not stupid, man. <laughs> They're not stupid. Uh, after everything that we've we've kind of had released over the, 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 the past few while from board members, which we'll probably come on to, yeah, all of a sudden there's a new kit coming out just before the football comes back. Uh, break the lines, yeah. It did make me laugh, I'm not going to lie. It did make me laugh. I thought, oh, that's not a... I, I just I have to I have to believe that it's tongue in cheek, mate. I've got to because it's like these not talk to each other. Does nobody make, like have a conversation with each other about what we're going to how we're going to release it? But um, no, it itself not not for me. It will not be one that I I will I will buy. But it's going to be one of the ones, mate. It will be marmite, isn't it, marmite? Yeah, I mean, Scotia. I mean, we were only fined two hundred odd grand literally last week about. Um, Fixing prices and all that, and we bring the top out, we bring it in payday. With the, obviously, I've, I've said the hashtag, um, break the lines as well. What's your thoughts on it? I mean, Castor, I think Castor have got a year left after this season. I, I don't know what your thoughts, Scotia, but I think we need to move on from Castor next season if we can. Yeah, when it's up, I mean, the top itself. It- And stuff and they don't really grab my attention. They don't say, "Oh, sorry." And they don't grab my attention. It doesn't go, "Oh, that's an absolutely stunning top." Like Carney, I do like a black top. In fact, one of my favourite all-time Rangers top was the black top from the 2010-2011 season. That may be factored into the fact that we won the league at Kilmarnock wearing that top. Yes, probably. Yes, it was. (laughs) It was still an absolutely belter of a really smart looking top. I thought. So I'll need to wait until I see it in the flesh because even this year's away top. I didn't like it at first when I'd seen it in the promos, and it's grown on me somewhat. Um, still not a massive fan of it, but it's. Do we really need a fourth kit? I like Carney says you don't need to go and buy it if you don't want to. But I remember when third kits were a big thing, and it was a new, different thing. But this, the fourth kit thing, just seems to be taken a wee bit too far. I purposefully wore this top 
this evening um, on the pod. It's the fourth kit we had a couple of seasons back that we get beat against St Mirren in the That's a bad top Cup exposure. Yeah, Don't wear that tomorrow. Top. So that's the that, no, I won't. That's the problem with these tops. Like you wear them once, and that's, they give you this bad omen, and no one wants to see them again. I mean, last season we had what five tops out. If you include the anniversary, 150th anniversary and the Legends tops, so there's five kits there. It's, it seems that Rangers are putting, pumping out an awful lot of tops, but I don't think they really need to. Um, as I say, wait and see what it looks like in the flesh. Will I buy it? Need to wait and see. Um, but yeah, it is what it is, really. You don't need to buy it if you don't want to, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're not forced to buy the top, but it's um, it, it just feels constant with Rangers at the moment. It just want money all the time and uh, they know what they're doing. It's paid day to day, folk will buy it, but aye, it is what it is. But moving on. Um, Just quickly before you do move on, Paul did ask a question. Can anybody tell me where the stars, why the stars were, the stars well, were dropped from the strip? We've been we've been over this before. Um, I I much prefer it without the stars. Um, well, the I stars were for us winning our 50th league title. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, so I um it was the, I think the decision was just made to 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 drop it. Um, I I, I, think, I I much prefer it. Yeah, I think with the stars, you wear it the season after you've won that tenth title kind of thing, or the, obviously fiftieth, but the tenth number in it, and then maybe the season after. Because I think if you look at it, who's the, McGregor's probably the only player in that team that was even floating about the squad when we won the the fiftieth league title. So yeah, I'm, I'm. I think they've got it like somewhere in the back collar or something like that. But um, yeah, it's on a bar. I think yeah, yeah. Now moving on, um, Scotia, I'll stay with you. Um, obviously, they've all been out. John Bennett's been out. Stuart Robertson been, has been out. And the next one that's been wheeled out is Biz, um, Bizgrove. He was um, with David Edgar from Heart and Hand. I thought he asked decent questions, David Edgar. He did say at the beginning of it, and he only had 30 minutes with him, so we couldn't ask that much, to be honest. But um, he asked all the questions we wanted to to ask Bisgrove, I would think. But again, he's kind of danced around it without really giving us concrete answers. And you can you can break it right down. I mean, some of the stuff he was going on about, uh, the catering, he agrees, isn't great. Um investment he was going on about um Emerson House, etc. etc. This kind of same thing John Bennett was going on about. What did you take from that interview? And did you think again it was just another tick box for him to come out to try and appease the fans? I actually preferred this interview an awful lot more because like I said in the pod last week, these were the kind of questions that were mammy and bugbears. Mammy and thoughts were like the, the my jars, the food, the website, um what else did they mention? The the stuff that happens with away games and things like that in terms of ticketing, which you get, Ryan had mentioned last week, he wasn't sure how it was structured and that was kind of confirmed that for your domestic away games, that is kind of a bat, the majority goes to gold, then a wee bit to silver, then the least to bronze. But obviously, top class games like your Liverpools, your Celtic, it will be a top-down method, which that's what I'm okay with. But I thought... And, in terms of the interview from Bisgrove himself earlier in the week, it was an awful lot better than the ones that came out from Bennett and Robertson. I think he answered a bit more questions. Obviously, he goes on these shows and you can't completely grill into him, I don't think. And if people were expecting that, then it's not going to happen. Um, it's a fairly decent interview. He did. There was a really good breakdown in the, the revenue 
that Rangers yeah, make from figures about, the market yeah. and stuff, yeah, which didn't include ticketing price, ticketing and the revenue. I think we said something up near the thirty million pound mark um, for Rangers through things like my years this season and other bits and pieces. He was also he also had an interview. I don't know if you've seen it with the Rangers review that was out today. Um, and that, that was no. that was on your web, that was on their site as well. And basically, what I've only had a really quick scan of it, but he went into a wee bit more detail about the Champions League ticket and pricing, and he agreed that the clubs probably were in there with the too high a price. And from the feedback that they've got, they realised that yeah, they've went in a wee bit too high for they've certainly went in too high for that now. And they also gave us a quite an extensive update on Edmondson House as well, and um, that that looks as if it should be open. For the second of January. Yeah, I mean, he, he did say in the Champions League ticket and pricing that they wanted to the let us be able to stag, stagger the payments to pay them in instalments, but the, the facilities aren't there to do that. Um, and they said they regret that. But I mean, because you're saying he was doing a review um, with Rangers Review and he's saying they think the ticket price is too high. It's too late. <laughs> They've taken our money, Rangers. It's all right saying it now. Oh, we think we got made an ass of that, but. Carney, what was your thoughts on it? I mean, taking what Scotia just said there from him, that's too little too late. Our money's in Rangers Bank now. The the stagger payment thing, that was the kind of biggest... That didn't annoy me. I just thought that's, not, that's just not the case because if the club really wanted to have that in place, they could have it in place. It's no difficult. Take it from a guy that's tried to punt merch and stuff like that. You can look into all sorts of different kind of things. Yeah, you can do it. It can it can happen. So I, I don't that doesn't float with me. That one I'm like, no, that doesn't that doesn't float at all. I'm happy that he has come out and said that it's on the high side. I think okay, you're acknowledging something, but again, double edged sword because they've already took the money. The only thing that you have to hope is that they learn from it. Now, obviously, Rangers boards don't tend to learn from things. Uh, again, try not to be too negative, Scott. Try not to be too negative. But at the end of the day, he's got to he's got to try and clear as much up as he possibly can because it's become glaringly obvious to the whole board that they've been quiet for too long, and now they have to try and somehow claw it back. Um, I think I said to you in the in the group chat, it has a wee bit of a whiff of. We know we've made a mess of this here. We need to quickly try and recover as much ground as we possibly can. And it kind of has a wee bit of a whiff of that to me. I agree that Bisgroves was the best out of all of them. Um, I think he's a, clearly a very, very intelligent yeah. man. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. He, he knows exactly what he's doing and he knows exactly what to say and when to say it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, do, we have to wait and see. Um, we have heard things like this before and... <sighs> We won't, as I say, we only we we can only hope that they that they learn from it. I think, convenient or not, that he wasn't allowed to speak about Australia or speak about the the fiasco with the CGM thing. Is it CGM? Is that what you call it? CTM, CTM. Yeah, travel company. Yeah, yeah. So the travel company. Um. So yeah, I th- I'm legal terms and all that. I mean, again, how much how how much is there in that? I, I'm not 100 percent sure. They're like kind of major talking points. But the Majors thing as well, again, it just kind of confirmed to me why they pay for this. Um, what's the point? Generally, what's the point? I, I don't really fully understand it. I think they've got a lot of work to do. 
I am not in agreement, um, and I might get slated for this, I don't know, but I, I've paid my Champions League home package. Why should I be completely ruled out of getting a Champions League away ticket just because I, I can't always go to a away game? I don't think that's fair. And that's me being selfish, I get that. That is me being selfish, but that's my personal opinion on it. Um, I didn't like that. I was like, no, we'll only go to gold. Why should it only go to gold? I don't think that's very fair. Again, that's because I've dug a ticket for Liverpool. So, yeah, that's a wee bit of sour grapes for me. Um, I'm not going to lie, but that was the only thing that I thought, well, that's, I, they should be the same across the board from top to bottom. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, you've got to give him kudos to a certain extent for putting himself out there. Um, he's the one that's offered to go on podcasts. He was on Heart and Hand. He's obviously, of course, as you said, he was on Rangers Review. That's a good thing. That is a, a, a good thing. And I thought David Edgar did, did ask the right questions. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I thought it was good. And he's obviously been told that he'd only had half an hour with him. So he tried to cram as much in as he possibly could. <clears throat> The biggest one in Sunday mentioned in the comments, sorry, I've lost it because too many have come in since. Um, the transfer um, kind of structure that we work on clearly isn't working, or clearly it hasn't worked. We've sold players, but we've made very little investment in the right areas, in my opinion. Um, so I think there's still work to be done there. But look, yeah, I, I took... Uh, it it doesn't rub me up the wrong way as much as Bennett's did, <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> yeah, he gave us a few, he, he, I thought he gave us more f- facts than John Bennett. John Bennett kind of danced around it without really giving his kind of figures and things. I thought Bisgrove, like Scotia says, he did he did talk a lot of figures. Um, at one point, he was banging figures off to Edgar. I was like, Christ, a lot of figures he's saying there. Even in my years, to be honest. 51,000 people have signed up to my chairs. I mean, that's that's phenomenal, to be honest. And he's saying that's worth about 2 million to Rangers. So, I mean, I mean, the my chairs is a completely separate. I mean, we could have a podcast on our own about my chairs. I mean, it's there's different avenues to go down with it. But he kind of said, Bisgrove, it is what it is at the moment. And if you're in gold at the moment, then you're holding all the ace cards because all those other guys, even me and Scotia High and Silver, are going to struggle to get anything um, because the guys in gold have got everything and they're going to stay in gold because they're going to get their, their Majors points for getting away tickets, etc. So it's, how would you get into that gold? Um, but aye, moving on from the Bisgrove uh, interview. Yes. Before you do move on, just something that Carney had mentioned there on, about in terms of the structuring of the payments coming out. Obviously, like you say, it is too late now, but in the Rangers review today, he did say that the that we've went out to tender for um, new ticket yeah. partners for the website. And new so website, I'm, I'm, yeah. Kind of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he said but, he's talking to a couple of folk, I, yeah. Again, that's a bit late, isn't it? <laughs> like, you've known yeah. this from the day you took over. Why has it took you this long to get to here? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, again, the, so web, yeah the, the website's been terrible for years. For so years, this, isn't a, years. this isn't a thing that's happened overnight, so... Yeah, moving on from that to another positive story that's broke this week is the <laughs> the new Sky deal the SBFL have agreed. It's a four-year extension to 2029. It's worth a £150 million deal. It's worth, a, I think, a couple of extra million pounds a year from the, the deal at the moment. Sky can show up to 60 SPFL matches from 24-25 season. They need to show a minimum of 42. No chance they're going to be showing 60 games. Um, they're going to show the women's league as well. Um, 
Premiership clubs can also um, sell up to five pay-per-view games, um, home games. Um, Livingston, we were the only club that kind of have said, no, let's hold on a wee minute, maybe put this to tender and let's hold our horses. Livingston were in our camp. Um, Martindale came out. He was asked this week about it because they changed Martindale and he was asked about the deal and he went, it was an okay deal basically, but They've they've obviously just agreed at Livingston because it's money in for them. It's um Scotia, I'll come to you. What's your thoughts on this deal? Obviously, they've changed the rules to push it through. The big one for me is why is why is Celtic going along with this deal? Because they have to me, they're in the same boat as us. Um have they just purely done it to say Get up, yes. <laughs> we are not going to you. Despite, yeah, I mean, it's kind of it does feel like that a wee bit because it's a very, very poor deal. No matter what way you look at it or what way Doncaster can come out and try and spin it. Um, the the only good thing I would say about it, right, and this is the one positive thing I'm going to say about it, is that there's going to be more SWPL games getting shown live in the telly. Now, obviously, we're not hugely into our women's football, but there are people that are definitely more in it. So that's a big step forward in terms of getting at least five of them shown a season. Because I think at the moment, the only time I've ever seen them on the telly has been BBC Scotland or BBC Alpa, and it's usually been the, the old firm yeah. games. Um, but that, this will give a chance for sort of some of the other clubs there. So that that's that's good in that respect. But in terms mm-hmm. for the, the kind of top-level football, for men's, first, uh, men's premiership division in Scotland, it's a poor deal. It's, it seems like the clubs have been stung in the past. I mean, you remember back when we actually broke the SPL, but actually broke away from the SFL to make the, the Premiership back in the early 2000s. And Satanta deal was a nightmare for all these clubs trying to keep up with Rangers and Celtic. That blew up, and I think they've got scar tissue from that. They've come into it not really given any consideration to, is it any better? Because I don't think it is. Like you mentioned there, they're meant to show 42 league games a season now, as a minimum. And 20... 20 or 20, yeah, 2020, 21. They showed 41 games yeah. out of the 48 live on Sky. The season after, they showed, I think it was either 39 or 40 games live out of the 48. And it was always the Rangers and Celtic games that were getting shown occasionally your Dundee derbies or your Edinburgh derbies, games like that. I don't see how they're going to even fit 48 games in a season. Um, never mind 60. They're never going to fit 60. And I was speaking to my dad about this in the pub. The other night, it's like, where are they going to play? When are they going to play them? Where are they going to put them in the TV schedule? Because they won't. Yeah. Sky won't want them to clash with their championship games in England. They probably won't want them to clash too much with the English women's league down there and Monday night football. So it's going to inconvenience the match going fan, I think, for any more of these games to get shown. It's just, it's been poor all around. I mean, we've been continuously saying it. It's been poor. And um, why they didn't go out to tender. Neil Doncaster says, oh, we had discussions, but that's not really putting out to tender. Anyone that's worked in that kind of tendering process knows that it's kind of, it's all kept private. No one speaks about it. And but straight away, the Sky money, oh, Sky are offering this. this. Um, uh, it's been poorly, poorly managed, but it's what we've come to kind of expect with the SF, SFA or SF, SPFL, should I say, sorry. Yeah, thanks very much, John. That's that's much appreciated there. Um, supporting the podcast, no, superb. It's um, no, I can't. We kind of touched on it last pod or a couple of pods ago about it. It's 
it's it's not a great deal. It really isn't. It's why they can't wait and float it out there and, and see who's out there um, is beyond me. They're just the first Sky who were with have just come in and went, we'll give you an extra extension, a couple of extra <laughs> quid, and they've went, I will take it. Kind of shat the bed, to be honest. And these guys that run the, run the Scottish League, we've said it for years, they're an absolute embarrassment. I mean, with his chops take 400 grand, whatever it is, in his wage. I mean, it's embarrassing, Doncaster, but what's your thoughts on this deal? Um, first of all, John, thank you very much, mate, for your, your very kind donation for supporting the pod, mate. Really do appreciate that. And uh, I saved a message just there. Um, David Johnson said it's all about the Satanta fear. <laughs> uh, it, it, it is, though. That's the thing. It is all about this. This is what this is what Doncaster is hanging his hat on. He knows that the the clubs um, out with kind of Rangers, um, the old out, out with the old firm, maybe. Hearts, possibly Hibs, Aberdeen, that kind of level. They know everybody else is just desperate for guaranteed money. Um, so they wouldn't go against this, even though they probably know, they probably sat and they've probably looked at it and thought, that's not very good. What we're doing here, it's not very good, but it's guaranteed money for them. And some, for some teams, it's the matter of life and death of their club. And I get that. Honestly, I completely understand that. However, my biggest frustration with all of this was what was the rush in this? Why are we rushing to do this now? Why are we not waiting to see where things are going to be? Just look at the advancement of streaming services over the past, what, four years, five years, whatever else. Like the perfect example for me is um, what's his chops? Uh, what's the boxing guy, Eddie Hearn? He took, yeah. he took literally Sky Boxing to the zone. Like, literally, and the money is like astronomical. Do you know what I mean? Like, the money's absolutely ridiculous. And yeah, all of it just reeks of um, we will do what we want and there's not very much that you can do about it. He's trying to justify his wage, he's trying to justify his, his bonus that he'll get, no doubt, um, <clears throat> for doing this, for securing the, the deal part of his contract. Um, he is Celtic's puppet, we all know he is Celtic's puppet, he was placed there by Celtic, so we all know this, that's not, and I'm not even, that's not even me wearing a tinfoil hat, that is the truth, um, we we all know that, so they, they're going along with it because they're trying to justify their decision to put him into the power, however, it does reek of Celtic thinking we can't be shown in public to side with Rangers on anything because it will send their fans into complete meltdown. So that they can't do it. Um, they've kind of made a rod for their own back for that uh, because they, they, they can't possibly be seen to in public to be in agreement with Rangers. There is no way any businessman that runs any of these clubs in Scotland have not looked at this deal and went, this isn't, I don't understand why we are doing this right now, but we need the money, so we have to sign on the dotted line. Uh, the 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 fiasco of moving around the the voting so just so they could outplace Rangers. I mean, <laughs> it's like I, I, I don't What's even know how to. Have a what, is, what is the point exactly? What is the point in having this voting system? If you can go, oh no, that's not the correct result. So we'll just we'll just change that. Well, we'll just change that and say that's it, it's it's almost like falsifying votes. It's like you could make documentaries about this stuff. Um. The deal's not good enough. The deal's nowhere near good enough for Scottish football. I mean, in comparison to other leagues in Europe, it's not even close. It's not even anywhere near where we should be, um, especially with both Rangers and Celtic being in the Champions League this year, um, with Rangers getting to the European final last year. 
there was just so much to go on yeah. uh, and we, we've rushed into this deal that's really tied us down um, it's not good, it's not a good look for Scottish football it ma- kind of makes us look amateurish to the rest of the world um, there must be some guys in Sweden that run the Swede- Swedish football looking at us and go, what are they doing? <laughs> do you have any idea how much money's out there for this? And we're just kind of letting it happen. Um, the rest of the clubs are letting it happen and it's a sad state of affairs, it really is. And even if Livingston had sided with, it, sided with us, it, they would have changed it, so it would have been a 9-2. It wouldn't have made a difference. They would have just changed it again, changed it again. It wouldn't have mattered. They were going to get this deal through by hook or by crook, and unfortunately it's been by uh, by crook. So, no, it's a shambles. I've said it all along, Doncaster is not fit for purpose. Um, they are selling this game short continuously, and the rest of the clubs uh, in Scotland are just letting it happen. And as always, you can just come out and blame Big Bad Rangers, even his statement that he said that we'd asked for a letter of Apology and all that. God, away you go, man. <laughs> That's just absolute nonsense. You're just making stuff up now. You really are. So, no, um, it's a shambles. They should be removed. They won't be removed. We're signed into this deal now, and there's nothing you can do about it. Scottish football in a nutshell. Got another thing that I forgot to mention. You'd, you'd kind of mentioned it there that you, the clubs can show five home league games that aren't picked for live TV to stream, yeah. but they're subject to conditions. I guarantee you those, I've not looked at the conditions, but I guarantee those conditions are for the, the UK TV blackout between whatever time oh, it's okay. 12 and 5 on a Saturday. Oh, 100%. So those those games will need to get moved um, if they're going to do it. Now that, that, that's another pod in itself that why aren't we scrapping the, the TV blackout in this day and age? Um, but yeah, that's not a great deal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, but just the voting system, I mean, we've voted for stuff Christ, the last couple of years there, we know at least, but and, and we've been the only club that's went against all the time. And we just need these other clubs are, are in their pocket, they, they'll, they'll side with that side, and it's just us. So, unfortunately, there's a, there's not much we can do about it. We can make as much no. noise as we, as we want, but I can't see anything going forward changing. Um, but yeah, it's disappointing because you made a good point, Carney. We've got we've got we got to. Uh, European final last season. We've got two clubs in the Champions League group stages this year. We have Hearts in the group stages of the conference as well, doing not bad. They they, they obviously they won in, in Europe. So everything's there for Scottish football. So it's on a, a high at the moment in terms of if you were going to sell it to somebody and yeah, sell ourselves it's short. Well, yeah, no, as well, mate, we, we, we kind of criticise other clubs for, for maybe not doing enough in terms of helping the reputation of, of Scottish football in Europe, exactly coefficient, Scotia's favourite word, all, all that stuff, we do criticise that. With, with when it, And Haas have done well, and we've got three teams in Europe, and that's genuinely, genuinely, without with getting shouted at, it's amazing for Scottish football, fantastic, this is what should be happening all the time. But for the rest of Scottish football, just to back down to this charlatan all the time, and you're just like, as soon as I even heard that we were against it and Livingston were against that, I, I immediately went, well, Livingston will change their mind because they'll get offered whatever, uh, so they'll take it, and then that'll be it, and they'll change the vote, and Rangers will just be left there looking like the big bad Rangers as we've always been. And I, I can't, I, I don't think it is blue-tinted glasses, I generally don't. How anybody can try and put an argument forward for this being a good deal is just like, <laughs> I don't know what the rest of Scottish football is doing. Um, at one point, we're going to need to stand up to it and be like, not anymore, we're not doing this anymore. 
but as long as Celtic's got him in his pocket, mate, there's not there's not a lot that the 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 rest of Scottish football will do. The it really needs um it really needs both Celtic and Rangers to say no, we're not we're not going to do it anymore. But it doesn't look like that's ever going to happen, um, which is a real shame. No, I know, I know. Anyway, moving on, let's get to more positive things. It is the Manscaped <laughs> promo. So here we go. Time for a word from our sponsors, Manscaped. Our friends at Manscaped just bought the ultra smooth package to Europe. Everyone knows by now that the Lawnmower 4.0 is the best electric shave for your balls. But if you're looking for a closer shave or prefer to go completely bare down there, then the ultra smooth package is the perfect set. It's time to shave your bush of yours and get right to the roots by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code club at 22. The Ultra Smooth Package is a specialised shaving kit to help you buff, protect and smooth your most sensitive areas. It includes crop shaver... No, that's not a crop shaver provider. Crop exfoliator and crop gel. <laughs> the man, you, never, you nearly got me there. The Manscaped Ultra Smooth Package. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put in there, no, I don't think. Nah, maybe it isn't. The, the, the Manscaped Ultra Smooth Package is a three-step three kit to make your package the perfect package. It's time to get up and close and personal with the best tools for the job. The Ultra Smooth Package from Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUBIT22 at manscaped.com. Smooth out your fellows with the new Ultra Smooth Package from the fellows at Manscaped. What will your balls do? They will thank, they will thank you. you. Nah, it wasn't you know, Carney. It, it didn't look right. It was, <laughs> it was the razor, but it didn't look right. Reading I, knew it. I yeah. thought about it, mate. I thought, I can't do it again. No, I read it again. You know, I was like, he'll read it again. He will read it again. Uh, he'll read it over that time. Um, it's, it's, also, a, it's a one bit. It's a one bit says crop shaver razor. It just doesn't sound right. When you say it. No, it doesn't sound right. Uh, no, you're right. No. Uh, you're right, mate. It doesn't. Uh, I didn't write it, mate. Obviously. Uh, and also, just so you know, we've done, we've done a quota for Manscaped promo this month, but I just wanted to hear you read that out. So, <laughs> thanks, mate. <laughs> it's, a, it's a free one for it's a free one for Manscaped that one. Christ. Nah, it's massive as well, that manscape promo. <laughs> Slim it down a wee bit. So, nah, that's that out of the way. So, I don't need to do that for a couple of weeks, which is good. <laughs> but, um, aye, moving on, the Hearts preview. So, we're going to bring some positivity here. Um, first of all, starting with the, the press of the day, injury update. Tom Lawrence, who there was rumours he may be available for tomorrow. I thought we all thought he wasn't, to be honest. So, Lawrence, Lawrence isn't available for tomorrow. He's out. And then we got the update and the guys we've been kind of asking about. John Suter is out after the, the World Cup. Hollander is out after the World Cup. And Kamar Roof is um, is just joining in training and it needs to be assessed. So, that's it. He's a while away, to be honest. Um, I'll just start in the pressure before we kind of get into hearts. On the injuries, Scotia, it's, um, he was asked about Suter and he basically said, we knew he was injured when we signed him, and but we signed him anyway and he's got the same injury and we've had to operate on him. So it's a typical Rangers thing to do, that's what we do. But <laughs> again, these guys, Suter, Hollander, Roof, they're out, out for ages. Daniel Prodan, that's the, the name that's screaming out in my head when, when I get read. Although, to be fair and suitor, we didn't sign him when he was injured. He came to us when he was injured. Well, we obviously signed him I in January. Will. So, um, yeah, it's 
it's just typical Rangers centre halves in particular coming in injured and never playing. Who was it? Kuznetsov that came in and had one game and then that was him done. Got a goal against Celtic. Yeah, very early on in the season, and then that was him done. um, Mr. Singh's son's um, named after him, (laughs) Scotia. Oh, like, oh, Jimmy, not again. Honestly, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy, man. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Carney, Jimmy has to get invited to the the club at 22 Christmas night out. I don't know where you Um, stay, Jimmy, but you need to come to the club at 22 Christmas night out. Jimmy, honestly, that's unbelievable. Like, Jimmy, honestly, unreal, mate. Honestly, absolutely fantastic, man. Like, I don't, I've lost him. I don't know what else to say, man. <laughs> honestly, I need to name a podcast. Off him. I'll do, I'll do, I'll design that. I'll design a Jimmy, I'll design a, a Jimmy t shirt. I've got his Ryan's. I've got a picture of John Robot. I'm on it. It's about the same. Got his Ryan's not here because right, right, he's Ryan's favourite guy because Ryan thought it was John Robot at first. It was giving us 30 quid. But, um, <laughs> no, Jimmy, honestly, that's. Honestly, that's. You don't need to do it every week because that's, that's outstanding. Um, no, fantastic. Jimmy, no, of course, I'll continue. Yeah, so John Suter, no, I'm, it's, a, it's a bit of gutter because I sort of was looking forward to him coming into the team. He obviously has only had that one game and it wasn't a great game against Livingston, but he was clearly still carrying a wee bit of knock there. I know there was other stuff going on around about that time as well for him. But it's disappointing and it's you've got all these centre-backs, but they're not playing Hellander. I don't think well, he'll never be seen in a Rangers shirt again, which again is a shame because he's probably the best natural defender. Probably one of the best defenders, on his day, one of the best defenders in the whole of Scotland. Um, but when's his day? He's never got a day because he's always on that injury table. Uh, it's it's frustrating. Um, hopefully, this operation that Suter's had will sort him out. But it's this has been going on with Suter, though, in terms of injuries. A good few seasons with Hearts as well. It's not as if this is just current, a new thing currently. It's, we kind of knew that he was in bit injury prone before we ever signed him. And it yeah, just continues. Yeah. Yeah. Carney, what's your thought on injuries? I mean, it, it's not very optimistic, to be honest, with these guys. And we all know deep down, to be honest, but it's, that's not a shock to us today. No, it isn't. Um, I said it before we started recording. Uh, negativity. Uh, you'll never see Philip Halabda play for Rangers ever again. Um, there is no time on him. I mean, what does that mean? <laughs> like in the, the, these days of sports <laughs> science, what does he got? No leg? Are they waiting for a new leg for him? Yeah, yeah. There is, there is, uh, there is no chance. I think Halander is is done. Uh, John Suter, I think it's a shame. I do think it's a shame. Look, it is a very dangerous thing to do to sign an injured player. I do get that. We did know he was injury prone before we bought him, but I think this one's a bit, a bit of a sore one for him. Um, I mean, it's all more hope than anything else that Gio's saying that hopefully this operation's got to the bottom of it. Um, the operation that he's had, hopefully it has. Um, you've got to hope for him and for the sake of his career, not just his Rangers career, his football career as a whole, that it has got to the bottom of it. But yeah, um, I, I, I kind of felt, I felt for John Shuttle when I heard that. Uh, Alanda one it just made me laugh because <laughs> you just went, oh, there's no time limit. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> What the, what, sorry, uh, it's a strange one to say. I've never heard, I don't think I've ever heard that before from a football manager. When's Alanda back? I honestly don't, I have no clue. I've not got sim- a clue. Can not it, was, it was similar to when he was on about Kamar Roof the other week and he went, ah, he might be back sooner or it might be longer. It was like, well, <laughs> he's, <laughs> maybe, he's, he's either at the shops or he's on holiday. I can't remember one of the two. Um, but no, I, 
Kamar uh, Roof's positive. Obviously, I'm much more positive than I thought because you shared a picture the other night, mate. And I was <laughs> like, what is that? It's on one of the big moon boot things, but it's the it's like the muscle um, therapy yeah. boot things that you they get. So, I mean, good news. Another option up front. That's not that's not going to be a bad thing. Um, yeah, somebody's just said, what about Davies as well? Yeah, that like Davies is available. Squad. But when was he? When was he not? Like, did, did he disappear at one point? He's been on the bench, I think, at least the last three games. Yeah, so he has been fit. Like, that's... I was, when he said David is fit and available, I was like, has he not been fit available recently? Uh, a bit of a strange one, that. Um, and spoiler alert, I don't expect to see him tomorrow. Um, but I think Kamara's a positive one. It is, um, it is a positive one. I'm gutted about Lawrence. Honestly, we are yeah. fucking crying out for him, man. Break the line, season, man. Aye, aye. We are crying <laughs> out for him right now. We really are. Uh, but yeah, um, feel sorry for Suter. Probably goodbye, Holanda. Uh, and the rest is kind of positive about Ruth, I suppose. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did. He, he was also asked about, um, about Yilmaz, about how he's getting on, because we've obviously not seen Yilmaz and. Mm-hmm. He's basically said he's taking time to adapt to to the lifestyle in Scotland. He's a young lad, to be honest. He's came he's came to, to Glasgow. Um, so I can understand it to a point. Borna's playing really well. Oh, Justin, I knew you'd be in. Honestly, you just <laughs> every time Jimmy when Jimmy comes in, Justin's right behind him. Well, if I'm here, yes, Justin, honestly. Yes, of course, you can have a few pints with us, mate, and the pints are definitely on us, man. I was going to say, sure. Justin, Justin lives in, does he not live in Texas, so Justin? Well, it's dollars, isn't it? That's dollars. Right. I was going to say. Well, when he's back in Glasgow, that definitely, Justin, come down to the Viceroy. Have a couple of pints with us. Or, Thank we'll you come so over much, or, or we'll come over to America and have a couple of pints with you. That could be, that could be, we'll be, be able to. <laughs> a weekend, away, <laughs> Club at 22 oh, to do America. Uh, I'll let you ask my missus permission for that one, mate. Scotia would never come back. He'd stay there. <laughs> Cheers, Justin. Yeah, no, thanks very much, Justin. That's absolutely outstanding again. Um, but no, moving on to the game. Hearts, I've been impressed with Hearts. You're not talking about Yilmaz, no? You can oh, talk about Yilmaz if you want. No, I just said well. No, I know, I just <laughs> said, no. No, I just said that Gio, Gio oh, said up? he's... Um, I try at least... I said we're not really going to see him because Bourne is playing that well, so right. understand why he's kind of been put to the side at the moment, let him adjust to the Scottish lifestyle and also the football. So, no, moving on to Hearts, like I just said there, I, I've been quite impressed with Hearts. Since Hearts have come up from the Championship, I, I thought they've bought well. They're now becoming Hearts. I know Rangers and Celtic are going for the title all the time. Hearts are now kind of cementing that third position now because Aberdeen... Started all right and kind of faltered away. I think Hearts potentially this season again will canter that third spot. He's bought well. Tenth, though, they're sitting third at the moment. Hearts obviously played seven, won four, drawn one, lost two. If they beat us, they can go above us tomorrow. Last two results um, in Europe, they won away at RFS 2 0, which is a good result for them. Um, last game in the league was away at Motherwell, where they won 3 0. Notable players, obviously. Craig Gordon in goal, who's obviously he's a thorn, but he's a he's a great goalkeeper. Craig Gordon, probably I'd probably say he's the best goalkeeper in the league at the moment. I'd put him up there. Um, they've got the boy Devlin in the midfield. 
Aye, Rangers mad. They've just signed Shankland, who's firing the goals in. Barry Mackay, who we all know. They've also just signed Robert Snodgrass. He's come into the team as well. Um, and Boyce is injured for them. So they'll fancy themselves tomorrow, Hearts. I think Robbie Nielsen did an interview, uh, Carney, this week. And he basically says he expects Hearts to win all their home games. Which, fair play to him. It's actually quite refreshing to hear a manager say that. And you know what you know what it's like at Tynecastle. The fans are on top of you. It's a tight pitch. They'll come out the blocks tomorrow. I know the game at Hamden, they didn't do it and we thought they would, but you're in a big park. But they're at home tomorrow. They can go above us tomorrow. They will come at us tomorrow. And we need to be in our A game. Um what's your thought in hearts and obviously the game tomorrow? This is one of the games that not define your league. I don't mean it like that, but it's a it's a good barometer to see where the team's at, to see what we are, um, where, where we're at in terms of levels. Um, we can't start slow tomorrow because you're you're spot on, mate. Um, their crowd will be up for it. They'll have seen our, I mean, let's be honest, pretty poor display against Dundee United. Um, they'll know that we're we're just after just before that we were coming off a run of pretty pretty poor results. Understand one Europe as well, but <clears throat> um, they'll fancy their chances, man. Of course they will. Uh, I, I I've got nothing against that manager coming out and saying we will win all the home games. Or generally, I've got nothing against that at all. I think why not back your team? Um, I'm sure I'm sure it will give um, the players a boost. Um, that the manager the manager that they believe in him. Do you know what I mean? And that they 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 expect him to to win his home game. So no, I'm not. Um, I wasn't really. Um, I'm not really shocked at it. This is a it's a pretty huge game um, for us. I think as a as a spectacle to watch, I'm expecting it to be pretty exciting. Um, for the neutral, for me, it'd probably be horrific. Um, <laughs> I'm probably not going to enjoy myself from half twelve onwards tomorrow. Uh, well, until the game's finished, hopefully. But no, it's a real it's a, a one you kind of look out for. I think it's one of them kind of fixtures when you go to Tynecastle and we've seen some cracking games. Honestly, what's happening here? <laughs> Ian Morgan yeah, and sorry, David I've Todd. Been, Honestly, yeah, I've just been distracted. Um, sorry, Ian. Thank you so much. Um, that is absolutely tremendous. I cannot thank you enough for that, and David as well. Superb. Um, both members of the channel as well. Absolutely excellent. Uh, I can't thank you enough. That's superb. That is absolutely great. Uh, so yeah, uh, hearts tomorrow, mate. Oh, easy, man. Easy. Yeah. No, Scotia. Carney's right. We, we need to be up for it for minute one tomorrow. I was um I was speaking to to Stuart Work today and I was saying oh, I mean spoiler alert, I think we'll set up with two defensive midfielders tomorrow. And I don't know why we go to places like Tynecastle as if we're playing Barcelona. The other side of the city go to these teams and take it to them. I know they had a slip up at St Mirren, but usually they go to teams, go to Tynecastle's Easter Roads and take the game to them. To me, we should be taking, we should be dictating that game tomorrow and taking the game to hearts tomorrow, not sitting off trying to sort of soak up the first twenty minutes. What's your thoughts of tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, take into account what you say there. I agree with you in terms of them being like the third best team in the country right now, and they have been ever since they've Kenny come up from the championship. Um, Robbie Nielsen's got got them playing pretty decently. They're obviously doing well in Europe at the moment so far. <laughs> I've got my blind. I've got my blind down. Yes, Carnivancha, you're right. They are sitting in the dark. He's that. He likes that. He's that kind of guy. The sun's gone by the building. That's why. 
Yeah, <laughs> so um, I could do it as well, but I can't open my blind because the sun just shines through and blinds yeah. everyone. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, Hearts, yeah, probably the third best team. Playing all right in terms of domestically. I think the big test for them, and not really seen it yet because they came back from that game against RFS and they ended up beating Motherwell 3-0 on the Sunday. I think the big test for them this season is how they got on in terms of playing on the Sunday after they've been in the Europa League. There we go. Some lights, some lights everywhere. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a tough game. I like how when you were mentioning the players out injured that you didn't go say that Beningame was injured again, seen as the last time you tried to play. I'd like you say his name, Scotia. Yeah, the last time, friends, he's out as well. I think Halkett is a bit touch and go as well. But they've got they've got quality, quality players in their team in any case. Will they be tough? If I'm being honest, I don't fear going to Tincastle away as much as I would an Easter Road or Scotia. Scotia, I said the exact same comment today at work. I don't yeah. know what we've got about going to Easter Road all the time. It's just, it's a thing in our head, I think, but exact same as you I said today. Yeah, at Tynecastle, I think good. And I think um, I know someone might have mentioned this in the comments earlier tonight, but I know Marth Vader had asked the question last week: Would Gio get sacked if we get beat off the hearts? Tomorrow, and my answer was no, and it was a one-word answer. But the reason why, unless we get up, if they go above us, it means that we've got scalped by more than two goals against them. And then the conversation's slightly different. If we get beat by one goal, then I wouldn't have said no. But I'm going into this tomorrow feeling pretty comfortable. I'm hoping that this international break has given Gio a chance to sit down with the players. And the good thing that we've got as well is that some of our senior players aren't going out in international duty. I'm looking at the likes of Goldson and Tav. Um, Kent, you would class as a senior player these days, McGregor. These guys aren't going there, so it gives Gio that time on the training ground with these players that can then pass the message off onto the team. So I'm going into this with a fair deal of confidence, if I'm being honest. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you looked at you looked well. You looked to you looked to last season, and the first game at Tynecastle, I think we won it two 0 We went two 0 up quite early on in twenty minutes. Morelos and Aribo were a fantastic goal. Then obviously we sent the B team to the last one. I know Hearts were kind of in holiday mode before they, they played us in the Scottish Cup and we won convincingly there as well, which was 3-1 or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're going back and past performances against Hearts, yeah, we, we've won the, the past um, well, two away and one at Hamden in terms of the Cup final. So, yeah, it's... Um, we should be caught. Con- we should be confident, but the way Rangers have been playing recently, you just you just don't know what Rangers team are going to turn up tomorrow. You really don't. It's yeah, it'll be interesting to see the lineup tomorrow. So on lineups, score shall stay with you. What's your lineup? Your score and your first goal scorer. If you do have one, for all I know, you've got a nil nil draw there. Yeah, no, I've got all, I've got all three. I've got all three written down. Um, and I don't know, this doesn't even, I don't know what this team is. I don't know if this is a team I expect Gio to play, a team that I want to play. It's a weird mashup between them both. But yeah, I'm get, but based, on his, based on his press interview, I think McLaughlin will come back into goals because he didn't mention anything about his injury. So well, I never, McLaughlin I didn't goals. think about that, right? Okay. Tav, Goldson, and King, uh, and Barisic in defence. Midfield, Lundstrom, and Sands, with Wright, Tillman, Kent, and. I'm playing Alfie up top. Going 2-0 Rangers, we Alfie to score first. Okay. Carney, same for you. 
Um, I forgot about your player, <laughs> genuinely, and I've just changed there. Of course, I said that. I went, oh, aye, we forgot about him. Um, I think we'll stick with McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Sands, Barisic, Strom, Jack, Pillman, Arfield, Morelos and Kent. Is what cool. I think his team will be. And I'm going... 2-1 to Rangers uh, Alfredo Morelos to get a double I'm close to you Carney I think oh Ray Ray C thank you very much for the donation thank you Ray absolutely it's fantastic you... Scotia they must know it's your birthday coming up next week maybe that's what it's us I'll get you a pint tomorrow um, no my team I'm quite similar to you Carney I'm um, Shagger and Goal Backline of Tav, Goldson. I'm going King at centre half. Barisic, Lundstrom. I think he'll play Jack beside him. Arfield just in front. And I think he'll play a front three of Tillman, Kent. And I think this is a game for Morelos tomorrow. I feel for Big Chow actually should be starting. He should be starting. He scored two goals the last game and he scores pretty much every game he plays. But Morelos needs to play. And at Tynecastle, I think this could be the game for Morelos. So I'm playing. The back line's interesting because Hearts don't have a big target man. They had that big Ellis Sims was at Scotia last year. Yeah. He's a bit of a kind of target man. They don't have that up front. They've got Shanklin. So you can afford to... I know you're playing Sanzer, can't you? I thought about that. And I think you can play Sanzer tomorrow because they don't have that target man if you know Shanklin isn't really that kind of guy Sands will still get booked but <laughs> I'll get booked but I, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is there's no big guy that'll be uh, winning balls over him tomorrow because Shanklin's mm. not that type of player so yeah I can see that my prediction is keeping the positivity is 2-1 Rangers and I'm going to have first goal scorer and it's going to be a penalty penalty to Rangers so I'll noise everyone up so Yes. Is there any final thoughts, lads, on tomorrow? Scotia? Well, the, the reason I'm pushing Sands up into the midfield and bringing King in, is, and is, as some people have mentioned in the comments, is that Sands is going to be out suspended for the game at Anfield on Tuesday. Good so, point. good time to bring him in. And I don't think Jack played, what, about 65 minutes on Wednesday night there? Uh, yeah, Scotland. I wasn't sure about him. So yeah, I, I think Jack's probably going to have to play on Tuesday night as well, so that's why I was pushing Sands up a wee bit. But, um, yeah, hopefully we will. Hopefully we'll all be right. Or no, do you hopefully think? No, hopefully I'll be right. With uh, you know. Yeah, do you think he might play Davies? And just what Scotia said there, that Sands, I've seen it in the comments as well, that Sands is banned on Tuesday. So might he play Davies? To play him at um, Anfield on Tuesday as well? At Anfield, yeah. He's got Premier League experience, isn't he? So, which came I mean, from Liverpool as well. So, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I mean, if not, when are we going to see? How many times have I said that? And, this, and, and, this season, man. Yeah. And another thing I'd say was interesting is we've also had Morelos tomorrow. And Cholak scored two goals. Yeah, I know, week. I know, I know. But look, it's 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 horses for courses, isn't it? It's like it's, yeah. it's what Morelos is. He's kind of what you need at a game, uh, yeah. a game at Tynecastle, I think, and that's no disrespect to 
So, like, the reason you have multiple options is so you can play the players that are going to be your strength against the team that you're playing. And I would be shocked if Morelos doesn't play on Tuesday night against Liverpool. Uh, I would be shocked because we're going to need something <laughs> pretty spectacular in a small matter of a, a game against Liverpool at Anfield. So, uh, and I just... Uh, I, I, look, it's hard for, to, to drop Trolak. It really is. Because it probably doesn't deserve it, but you still have to. You've got to play the team that's in front of you, I suppose, and you've got to prepare properly for it and put out the the team that you think is going to get the job done. And I just think for a game away at Hearts, Alfred Redo Morelos is probably a better option for that. And considering he's now had two weeks to get himself in shape, um, I'd imagine he's pretty raring to go. That's that was my reasoning for picking Morelos. Yeah, no, I'm the exact same. No, um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I mean, Rangers are back, obviously. Um, away at Hearts, obviously, it's we're neck and neck, and they're just behind us. But we can go top of the league tomorrow. So, I mean, that's a big motivation for me, for those Rangers players tomorrow. They can go top of the league. And... Sorry, sorry, Ali, carry on. Sorry, sorry, carry on. Sorry, sorry, they, can go, they, they can go top of the league in a, a season that we've... It's not been a great season, but we have the chance to go top of the league tomorrow, just maybe for a couple of hours, but it puts pressure on them and that's what we want. Um, so, yeah, it's over to you tomorrow, Rangers, to finally kickstart our season. Was there something you wanted to finally say there, Garnet? Yeah, my phone was on silent. I have just noticed that Dundee Taylor, the man you'll all know in the comments, has bought us three coffees. Uh, again, legend, mate. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And somebody else, I've not got your name. All I've got is someone. Put your name on it, man. <laughs> Put your name on it. And cheers, lads. Uh, keep up the good work. Again, I'm not sure who this was. I'll try and get to it before I, I finish. But look, honestly, again, I know we say it all the time, but it's... Uh, it's incredible that you support supporters like this. It really is. And it's bloody good to be back. And we've got a busy old October coming up and we will be with you every single step of the way. So, yes, it is good to be back. Yeah. Strap yourself in. <laughs> it's going to be interesting all the way up to that um, to the World Cup start. So, um, yeah, that is us just about the hour mark. So I would like to thank my guest, first of all, Scott Carney. Thank you very much tonight. Yeah, absolute pleasure, mate. As I just said, good to be back. Fox Bar Kid, you know who you are. Um, thank you very much. Um, I really do appreciate it. Look, and it's, it is good to be back. It's the thick of it now. I mean, October is crazy. Is it nine games in 29 days, something like that? Yeah. Something, nine games, 29 yeah. days. So it, there's a lot of football coming up. Um, a wee bit of pod housekeeping. Um, I won't be here next Friday. Um, and I don't think Ryan will be either. So you're going to be left in the capable hands the B team. of Mr. Scott. Mr. Scott Gemmel and Mr. Alistair Pearson. I am away next weekend, so uh, no, just next um, Friday. I don't get back until late on on Friday um, for work, so my apologies that I won't be here, but I'm leaving you with these two, so give them give them hell. Give them hell, everybody. Give them hell, chat. But no, appreciate it. Um, thank you, Ali. Thank you, Scotia. Thank you, chat, as always. And yeah, uh, I hope your team win tomorrow. Yep. And last but not least, Scotia, it's nearly your birthday. What age you going to be? Is it 46 or something? Oh, I don't know. I stopped counting once I turned 30. You don't even know what your age <laughs> is, Scotia. You always say to me you don't age, yeah? Um, I'm not entirely sure. No, actually, it's pretty poor, yes. No, but um, no, it's good to be back, like Carney says there. And um, yeah, what can go wrong next week when it's just the two years on, Pearson? Oh, dear. Probably should start preparing for that right about now. 
I know, I know. I wonder if we get a mystery guest on Scotia. <laughs> Can't he be, he'd be upset if we get some random on this? <laughs> yes. No control of. That would be oh, interesting. God. Oh, honestly, yeah. man, I'm, I've got the feel in Newstown Charles next week, man, honestly. In fact, yeah. no, you, have you not done, done one before? No, you've done, done it before. I could, I would be done it before. Getting done. Ah, yeah, that's right, yeah. that's right. <laughs> I'm oh, sure we'll be fine with the rest of the rest of the, the folk in the comments will join in. So I'm sure sure we'll all be fine. But no, thanks, thanks to my guests. Thanks to everyone in the comments for um joining in. Thanks to all the donations as well. Honestly, guys, you, you don't need to do that for us, but it's it's outstanding that you just want to do that. We want to try and get to the next level as, as Carney says all the time. We're smashed through the three K subscribers. So yeah, if you can like, share, tell your friends to um like, share, subscribe. We have been Club at 22. We'll be back tomorrow with a match reaction.